Hello and welcome to Ludvika Info, a podcast made by Ludvika Commune in several languages. You can listen to this podcast in six different languages. Simple Swedish, English, Arabic, Tigrinya, Somali and Persian Dari. My name is Jim Diamondship and I'll take you through today's episode. This episode's a special episode of our podcast when we will talk about one topic throughout the whole episode. If you have any suggestions for topics that you think we should address in our podcast, please feel free to contact us at pod at ludvika.se. That's P-O-D-D at ludvika.se. Whoever you are, wherever you are, welcome. The climate is one of the most important societal issues we have in Sweden. And studies have shown that it's also a topic that many in Sweden are concerned about. Studies have shown that the situation with the climate sometimes worries young people more than threats of terrorism and war and other items that can affect our society in a negative way. The climate affects all people and in some parts of the world, climate change has affected so many people that they have been forced to flee their homes. Virtually all researchers who work on the environment believe that climate change that currently exists has come from human activity, both in the past and currently. The use of what are commonly called fossil fuels such as oil, coal and gas has enabled us as humans to have better lives but has destroyed the environment at the same time as well as causing toxic gases. This has caused the average temperature in the earth to rise. With a rise of two degrees, as many as one billion people may be forced to flee due to drought, higher sea levels, floods or lack of clean water. The worst situation is for the poorest people on the planet. With an increase in the Earth's average temperature of three degrees, there is a great risk for life of plants, animals and obviously us as humans. Research in Sweden has said that we live as if we had almost four planets. So if everyone on the earth lived and consumed like we do, we would need four earths to keep us. The positive thing about all this sad information is that there is still a lot we can do to help make it better for the environment. How we live, how we transport ourselves, what we eat and how our money is used play a big role in how much emissions we cause in our everyday lives. It is often discovered that what is good for the climate is also good for our health and how we feel like cycling short distances instead of taking a car, or eating different types of food, for example, by eating more vegetarian food and less meat. So there is a lot you can do to help our environment and our planet. We will now give you some tips on small changes that you may consider in everyday life that affect the environment in a better way. A very simple thing we can all do to improve both the environment, but also to save money, is to turn off all lights and turn off all machinery that run on electricity that we do not need or use. For example, from mobile phone chargers, then you do not use electricity unnecessarily. You can also save electricity by saving on heat, tightening around doors and windows, more insulation. Lowering the heat a little indoors makes a big difference to the climate. In 2018, approximately 158 kilograms of paper were used by every person in Sweden. It is less than the 260 kilograms per person that we used in 2000, as everything in our society has become more digital, less paper is used. But despite that, the use of paper is still huge and affects our environment quite a lot. Paper is made from wood, 
which means you have to destroy, cut down forest to be able to make paper. One thing you can do is to say no to advertising and unnecessary paperwork. For example, you can choose to get your bills and mail to a digital mailbox or to your internet bank. Such a simple thing as putting up a note that says no advertising on your door or mailbox also helps. Transport has a huge effect on the environment. It would be difficult to reduce our overall emissions if we cannot reduce emissions from traffic. In order to achieve the goal of reducing our overall emissions from traffic by 70%, emissions in, will in future need to be reduced by 8% per year, every year until 2030. Cycling, walking or taking public transport, in other words using the bus or train, is much better than taking individual car journeys. Consider if you really need a car for that journey. Now there are also many cars that are better for the environment. If you can and can afford it, it is better to buy an electric car or other green car. You can also try to arrange so that you can go with colleagues or other commuters to work and school. If you rent a car or choose to take a taxi, you can also choose an environmentally friendly car. As a customer, if you require a taxi, you can also request an environmentally friendly car and then those who own the taxi companies will be forced to offer more of these kind of cars. Another bad thing for the climate is flying. It's much better to take the train instead of choosing a flight. Exhaust gases from the aircraft do a lot of damage to our environment. There are currently more flights now than ever before and in Sweden the number of trips made abroad and longer distances is increasing. In Sweden, in fact, the number of flights abroad per person has more than doubled since the early 1990s. Our flying to other countries emits as much exhaust gas as the whole of Sweden's driving. In order for us to be able to travel in a more environmentally friendly way, the railway system must be changed, expanded and improved, and more trains must be run. How and what we eat also makes a big difference to the environment. Swedes eat almost 160% more chicken today than we did in 1995. If as individuals we were to stop eating chicken, or at least eat less, we would help the environment in a big way. Chickens eat soy from other countries more than any other animals grown in Sweden, so that makes it even worse for the environment because we have to get the soy from other countries, it involves travel costs and adds to the environmental impact of eating chicken. If you eat meat, it's better to choose Swedish animals, such as beef or lamb instead. Preferably, better to choose meat that has a label that states that it's better for the environment. Another thing you can do with food to help the environment is just to eat less meat in general and eat more vegetarian food. Vegetarian food is better for you, the environment, and therefore the climate. If you do not want to completely switch to vegetarian food, you may be able to eat maybe a vegetarian meal every day or have a day a week of vegetarian-only food. Another way to help the food-related environment is to take care of your leftovers properly. For example, using compost, a place where you throw your food away so that it can be recycled properly. In most apartments, houses and villas in Ludvika, you now have to sort your food waste into special bags. These bags are picked up for free at the city's grocery stores. Food is sorted correctly can then help nourish nature rather than destroy it. 
Another thing you can try when it comes to food is tr- not to throw away food or drink for a week or a month, preferably never. As you know, for example, we've poured 425 million cups of coffee and tea down a drain every year in Sweden. And 95 kilos of food are thrown away per person every year in Sweden. And since the food affects the climate, it's good to really use all the food that we buy. Also, it's cheaper. Every household or family home could save at least 3,000 to 6,000 Swedish kroners per year by throwing away less food. Try to use leftovers that remain after eating new dishes. Another important part is to really think before you buy something. Do you really need it? In Sweden, we love to have a coffee. Myself, personally, I do. And we are one of the countries where we drink the most coffee per person. We drink as much as 3.2 cups of coffee per person per day. But when coffee is made, it has an effect on people, animals and nature, and not a good effect. Toxic agents are usually used to help the plants grow or to keep animals that can harm the plants away. In other words, insecticides and fertilisers. As with most foods, there are good and bad options to buy when shopping for your coffee. Look for labels that show that coffee is good for the environment. Chocolate can also be really bad for the environment. Chocolate contains mostly cocoa. The cocoa tree grows inside the rainforest. And if we eat that particular cocoa, That can be positive both for the rainforests and for the people who make money from it. But the forest must remain. But cocoa can also be grown in plantations, again with the use of poisons. These are places where the rainforest has been cut down. And that's why your choice of chocolate is so important. The right choice helps the environment. The wrong choice can destroy the rainforest. Again, there are labels on chocolate that show whether they were rainforest friendly. Another important thing that should be obvious, which is not always followed, is that the toilet should only contain poop, urine, toilet paper. Anything else that is thrown into the toilet should be thrown in the trash. Garbage, chemicals, medicines can have an adverse effect if they get into the wastewater. And those who work in purifying water cannot always take care of them either. Fish and other animals that live in water can be negatively affected by any drugs, medicines or chemicals that get into it. You can also be kind to the environment by changing your electricity contracts. You can then choose a company that gives you electricity from renewable sources such as water, wind or solar panels. 87% of the energy in the world comes from fossil fuels. For example, oil and coal. And this has a bad effect on the climate. Sweden has a goal of having a system that uses 100% environmentally friendly electricity by the year 2040. It's easy to think that you should only buy new when something is broken, but when it comes to technology, why not try submitting your technical items for repair? Because manufacturing new electronics has a great effect on the environment. Something that's become popular is to try what is called a purchase-free year. The idea is that you don't buy anything new for yourself for a whole year, with the exception of groceries and the most necessary of things. So you'd perhaps not buy any new clothes, or new furniture, or new TVs. You'd try maybe buying clothes that have been used before. In Ludvika, there are several what are called second-hand shops, where you can buy things that are not new, but are at good prices. 
More than 150 million tonnes of plastic float in our oceans, and it is filling up even more. 80% of the rubbish in the world's oceans is believed to come from land. Most of the rubbish is made of plastic that has only been used for a short time before it's thrown away. If we do nothing now, scientists warn that there will be more plastic than fish in our oceans by 2050. Plastic and other rubbish are difficult for nature to break down and can be harmful for the environment and animals in particular. If you do have to use plastic, consider what you're going to do afterwards. Ignore lids, straws and other plastic when you buy fast food or coffee outside. Many restaurants have already started using straws made of other, more environmentally friendly materials. You can also have a better effect on the environment by using your own mug at the cafe if you want to buy a coffee. More than half of all plastic packaging in our country is sorted incorrectly and incinerated unnecessarily instead of being recycled into new plastic, which is obviously a waste of Earth's resources. Plastic is also difficult for our nature to break down and it stays in the environment for a long time. The best thing is to try not to use plastic at all, but that is difficult, so the next best thing you can do is recycle it. We're going to move on to washing. It takes more energy to dry laundry than it does to wash it. The tumble dryer can be a big problem. The machine that you use to dry your laundry after you've washed it. If you use the dryer in your laundry room, consumes a lot of electricity. And the drying cabinet is even worse. If you have the opportunity, let your laundry dry by hanging it. Both the clothes and the planet will feel better. Speaking of washing, it also makes a big difference if you can wash at 30 or 40 degrees instead of 60 degrees. Then you'll use about half as much electricity for each wash, which is good for the environment and also good for your pocket. Also, make sure that the machine is as full as possible. You can also help the environment by saving on hot water. For example, you can insert nozzles in taps so that less water comes out. Washing in a machine usually saves more energy than washing by hand. Showering for short periods is good for both the wallet and the environment. Even small things can make a big difference to the climate, like putting a lid on the saucepan while boiling water. You use 75% less energy if you use a lid. You can also save energy by not boiling more water than you need, and the kettle is very good for heating water. Sweden is a country that recycles a lot of its resources. But we can do even better. Try and recycle even more and try to influence schools or workplaces so that they do too. Unfortunately, not everything can be recycled yet, but it's very important to take care of what can be in the right way. In our city, there are many places where you can sort your garbage. If you need to dispose of larger items or items that may not be disposed at these local recycling sites, there is a larger recycling station just outside Ludvika where you can dispose of most things. There are staff there who can help you if you are unsure of where to throw your rubbish. An important part of being kind to the environment is of course not to throw rubbish or other hazardous waste directly into our nature environment. Here's some information on how long it actually takes for certain things to break down when they're thrown away into the natural environment. A cigarette butt takes about one to five years to decompose into microplastic. The filter contains a type of plastic that decomposes into small microplastic. 
Microplastics themselves can take 100 years to disappear, if they disappear at all. Another example is chewing gum. It takes about 20 to 25 years for chewing gum to break down. Chewing gum is one of the most difficult and expensive types of rubbish to clean away, as it leaves stains behind, and the sticky consistency obviously means that they do stick. For a paper bag, it takes about a month for it to disappear and break down in nature. But for a plastic bag, it takes about 10 to 20 years. And then it becomes another type of plastic. And that plastic itself takes hundreds of years before it breaks down. The decomposition time for aluminium cans, such as the ones you use for soda or food, takes as long as 200 to 500 years. If you look at glass, it's not been possible to see any time for it to break down. It's very important that glass is recycled because it is believed that it could take more than a million years for glass to actually break down. What about fruit peels? Apple skins, banana peel and orange peel. The time this takes to break down in nature is about a month. All fruit peels should be placed in special bags for compost or directly in a garden compost if you have one. We'll end with some positive news. Last year, Swedes broke records in recycling paper-based packaging and newspapers. On average, each person in Sweden submitted 50 kilos of packaging and 14 kilos of newspapers. More good news is that air quality has improved during the pandemic. 84% of the countries surveyed have better air now. This is because there has been less emissions from industries and traffic. Unfortunately, it's believed that this improvement is only temporary. But it still shows how much human activity can affect the environment. We'll have a little bit of Swedish in a week. In this section, we'd just like to talk a little bit more about one of the most famous climate fighters of our time, who is also Swedish, Greta Thunberg. She's become famous in August 2018 when she started sitting outside the Swedish parliament with a sign that said school strike for the climate. Inspired young people in several other countries to do similar demonstrations. Greta has met many of the world's leaders and done a lot to draw attention to the environmental problems in our world. This week's tip. If you want to know more about how you can reduce your climate impact from food, you can do a web search for a food calculator and search the WWF, the Worldwide Fund for Nature. There you can see how much climate impact your meals can have. And you can easily check the impact of the most common foods for a meal you intend to cook. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ludvika Info. Do not forget to contact us if there's something you want us to talk about. My name's Jim Diamond Ship. Take care of each other and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.
Be yourself, 